the moment you've all been waiting for. It's time for the Steak for Breakfast podcast. It's Tuesday, June 29th, 2021, and this is the People's Podcast. This is Steak for Breakfast. This is not Nam. This is bowling. There are rules. Today, Junior, America. Steak for breakfast. So stand by. This episode of Steak for Breakfast podcast is brought to you by ManRubs. As always, visit ManRubs.com. Use the code STEAK15 at their checkout. Save 15% off anything that they got in their store. Also brought to you by Stay Ready Gear. Visit StayReadyGear.com. Follow them on Stay Ready Gear, USA, Instagram, all the social media. Use the code STEAK. At their checkout, you can save 5% off any of their goods in their store. I got my hat on right now. Nice. As like always, it. as always. Well, some of the world, world's most technologically advanced in-studio recording equipment can be found at Odyssey and Odyssey.com. Visit them as they are one of our most technologically savvy uh, sponsors. Oh, yeah. Don't hate it. When you're looking for things that aren't so technical, but at the same time are savvy. Firearms? You can be technical with your firearm. I like it. Is that technical or tactical? Surgical. Both. Actually, there was three of them. Mike down at West Coast Survival Arms and westcoastsurvivalarms.com. He's been servicing Southern California for over a decade. He's got a five-star rating. He's also a licensed FFL. Mike's on Facebook and at 619-870-6992. Get all of those firearms, ammo, and whatever else related to needs met. Uh, Tactical gear, Mediocre Medic, mediocremedic.com, and Dumpbox. Dumpbox.us, Mark Joe Friday over there. Dumpbox is home of the Zero Fucks Duck patch, in addition to a veritable plethora of other stuff. We've got a bunch of it hanging up here, dangling, patched, pinned, shirts, you name it, we're wearing it. Um, Mark Joe Friday over at Dumpbox.us and our friends over at Mediochromatic.com help make the show great again. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Episode 46, Steak for Breakfast podcast. I'm Roan. And join always by two of the most patriotic patriots I know. Mm. Noah? Yep. Hi. What's happening? Nick? What's up? How you doing? I'm hungry. Fan-fucking-tastic. And we're ready to uh, hit it this week. We've got a lot of news going on. Happenings out the A. And uh, we're going to hit it like we always do. Running with the news. Make sure you follow the show on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, Podbean, and Google Podcasts, in addition to now our main Instagram site. We're still on Spotify? Formerly our backup one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Steak for Podcast Breakfast. If you're going to leave a one-star review, make sure you have all your words <laughs> spelled right. We're not going to do that today. <laughs> but what we are going to do is introduce our guest and co-host for episode 46. Some of you, probably most, know him as Sheep No More on Instagram. We know him as Vance. Vance, welcome to the Steak for Breakfast podcast. Gentlemen, thank you for having me. I'm uh, super happy to be here and huge fan of the show. Well, let's use that term loosely. <laughs> Gentlemen. Absolutely. Gentlemen. Mm. Gentlemen. How dare you assume our gender? Yeah. 
My bad, guys. <laughs> I haven't been called one of those in a while. He did it again. He said, guys. Oh. Non-binary. There it is. Should I start the reing right now? Or I'm feeling kind of fluid today. <laughs> yeah. It's a little muggy. Yeah. So I think we can all agree there's a lot of stuff going on right now. One thing that I am not happy about is that the any of the information regarding the Maricopa audit has not been released yet, even though some might have been leaked yesterday versus the gate, Gateway Pundit, and we probably will get into that later. Oh, we're definitely going to get into it later. Oh, yeah. But we haven't heard anything officially. Um, that's what's going on in your neck of the woods. You know, just trying to keep up with all the happenings, right? I mean, there is just there are just so many things going on these days that um, really just make me enjoy the show that much more every single day, honestly. Um, between you know, the stop the steal stuff and McAfee and the Trump rally and, and everything else in between. I mean, how, how can you not be excited at this moment in time? Right. And, um, all the shit posting and the memes too. Oh, gosh. I mean, it's prime. There's one thing prime. I like it's shit posting. Who doesn't like shit posting? Right. So, uh, apparently, apparently whoever runs Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't, don't worry. Cause We've been assured that all of our accounts were deleted by accident last Yeah, how week. many uh, apology emails? Now you're getting spammed with apology emails. I, I have 24 apology emails, however we still... And it's identical apology emails. Yes, cannot get back into our account, so... Yeah, they came after us all right at the same time, too, and, which was... And you right know. before the Trump rally, which was kind of interesting. And if you respond in a specific way, then you will be told that it was an accident. So, you know. Gotcha. Yeah, you... I. Um, Threaten the legal action in, in the state of Florida. We'll see what happens. Oh, imagine that. So did we. <laughs> <laughs> you, you threatened in Florida? Yes, we did. <laughs> so, we amazing. Ide- we identify as well, na- Floridians. Na- Floridians. Spoiler alert. Now you know where I log into one of my VPNs from. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there you go. Same. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of what we're what's going on right now. Um, before getting into this week's news, I think because it happened right after our show last week, we do need to kind of touch on the John McAfee um, that McAfee video you sent me was amazing. Not killing himself. And then I'm going to touch on what Noah's saying right now. If anyone hasn't seen it yet, <laughs> it's legit. I strongly recommend just to get the context of this segment, like just con- to get the context of John McAfee himself. Yeah. Concretely. What, what happens when you have so much money, you just don't know what to do with not only it, but yourself. Like he was doing blow through a twisty straw. Yeah, off of a stripper's butt. <laughs> off of a stripper's butt. <laughs> and we're talking about the the famous John McAfee, how to uninstall McAfee antivirus software from your computer. Spoiler alert, he went to West Coast Survival Arms. Yeah, he surely did. Um, yeah, it's, it's probably one of the most epic shit postings, I think, ever in video it form. It was legit, yeah. And uh, he basically just tells everybody I don't care by, by doing stuff like that. Um but there was a lot of controversy surrounding his, uh, you know, death last week. We know the United States government wasn't a huge fan. Well, there's no specifics <clears throat> on the death either. death either. It's just like he either well, killed himself or he was found dead. or. And apparently there was a suicide note that they found three days after he died. A little fishy. A little kind, fishy kind of like those late. chain of custody receipts. So, yeah, he, he, he was in, in our crosshairs here in the U.S. for some tax-related issues, but then again, who isn't? Yeah. I think everyone up and including Hunter Biden is definitely going through some of that stuff now, but I don't see the CIA trying to uh, you know, raid his porn boat and I, I all think, that other stuff he's got going on. I think on. Hunter Biden's get-out-of-jail-free car is pretty good right now. I think he's, he's an good. artist, guys. Yeah. Come on now. You can't, you, know, you can't go after artists like that anymore. Yeah, and yeah I, ironically enough, he's uh, doing art with uh, 
blowing through straws. <laughs> Seriously. It's ironic. You think he ever gets the yeah. two straws confused and gets a whole bunch of paint up his nose? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say they probably... Well, some of the art is actually just him sneezing after he blows the paint That's up his nose. That's what it looks like. Goodness. Yeah. Well, John McAfee did kind of also have a couple brushes with the deep state in regards to some statements and videos that he's made over the years. I think one of the more common ones is one we're going to play now where he just talks about, you know, government corruption as a whole. Have we seen anything about his dead man switch showing up yet or is it like... No, and and our government didn't rush to judgment when uh, there was rumors that Julian Assange died yeah. several years ago back in I think it was 2018 they shut down like three quarters of the internet in the United States at the same time because they didn't want that shit going all over the place yeah so, nothing like that yet but I think um, yeah I think it's still out delete, deleting social media accounts across all platforms in a way that they did last week accidentally I think was probably a dry run for if and yeah. kill switches ever yeah. activated but let's let's hear let's get to know John McAfee who hasn't really been you know a regular on the show but I guess post-mortem question mark is someone that we definitely like to have on. Hey, if you're still out there listening. Posthumously. Right. If you're, if you're in the Jeffrey Epstein Witness Protection Program and you want to come on, you're more than welcome anytime. Mm. Let's, let's hit it. The deep state is a conspiracy theory. of, of uh, It's defined as the people within the U.S. government and military who are in secret control of government policy. <laughs> Secret? Please, people. The deep state is those people within the U.S. government that are career employees that cannot be fired by people that we elect by the Congress or the president. Um, there are the FCC, the, uh, the CIA, the Securities and Exchange Commission, uh, the IRS. Are these people in control? Can they enact laws? Fuck yes. They're called regulations for every law that Congress passes, and we elect Congress to pass our laws. There are 20 regulations enacted by federal agencies that have far more impact on our lives than anything Congress can possibly pass. Uh, is there a deep state? Yes. Uh, can we fire these people? No. Can presidents fire them? No. <laughs> it, it's designed that way so that political parties and political interests cannot affect the deep state. Do you understand the nightmare of our situation, people? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. It's not secret. It's as open as anything could be. In the past... Since 1975, 200,000 regulations have been passed by federal agencies, uh, encompassing 800,000 pages of fine print uh, people. It is no secret. It is as open as it can be. The deep state does control America. Wake up, people, please. God. I used some common fucking sense. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, there you go. I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory in regards to, uh, I mean, some of the things is 
during the Great Awakening movement has been, you know, alleged and and a lot of times brought to light. Um, in addition to making videos like those, Mr. McAfee was also known for, uh, in this February, um, tweeting from his personal account, under no circumstances do not take the fucking vaccine. He also did several posts on his Instagram and Twitter outlining how he did not want to kill himself, and if he ever did, it would be at the hands of the deep state. He got a tattoo. He sure did, and yeah. he, even, he even had a post on Instagram where he was, um, he was armed and protecting Jeffrey Epstein. And kind of, yeah, putting himself in in a position to where he he might meet his demise in the same way, in a, in a shitty jail cell and not of his own you know power. So it's, we actually used Ep, I might get Epstein. Because yeah, that as he, a verb. He, he was using that reference as a verb, probably also a noun and a pronoun too. Yeah. Um, we don't know if there's a kill switch, but that would be a major blackmail. I do know in one of the Latin American countries he did make a huge. Um, well, where was he at? He was in Belize. Yeah, Belize. Belize. I mean, it's going to take a little while to get to the United States unless he sprung for like overnight DHL or something. Uh-huh. So it's it's just one of those things where he did uh, make a major donation to one of the federal um, offices down there of a lot of McAfee donated equipment. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, you know, also just kind of uh, leaves everybody at the um, will as if, if there's anything in the software that the government has used contractedly over the last, you know, greater part of a decade in, in regards to uh, antivirus software and stuff like that. So what do you think about the whole situation, Vance? Wow. Um it's John McAfee is one of those guys that, you know, you, you watch his videos and you see his shit posting and he is just, I mean, legend is, is putting it lightly, but at the same time, how, you know, when we think about the, his technology background and what he did really pioneering, like the personal computer um, era, I mean, his name and his software was, on every computer almost as much as windows was right maybe even more so like on macintosh um and so i think you know at at a certain point when you get that big and you have that kind of influence the the government just jumps in and intervenes whether you like it or not and i think we see that a lot with most of the big tech companies honestly um honestly out here but i think that he I think there's a lot to be seen. I think that what he has said and what he's done clearly in that, uh, in the clip you just played too. I mean, he, he understands what's going and what's going on. He knows what's going on probably most likely because he's the target. And, you know, we, we saw his videos in Belize where he's, you know, on the run. Um, he's posted videos of him in the Bahamas when yep. he's kind of in, on a boat on the run, um, that sort of thing. But, you know, there is a small chance that he could be, you know, some kind of spook or military intelligence himself yeah. for, for all we know, honestly. Um, and I mean, that's something you gotta, you gotta consider, but I mean, honestly, just listening to that clip, I mean, the way he, the way he said things, it almost, it were very much reminded me of, of the kind of some of the drops in the great awakening. Honestly, yeah. He asked, he asked a lot of questions and then he, you know, and it sounded like he was answering himself in all caps by screaming yes or no. Yeah, those and early so- on drops in the beginning, there was definitely a lot of like cryptic references to those almost like you're saying. Right. And so I think, you know, 
I, I think it would be impossible for him not to have had at least surveillance on on most of our probably these corrupt officials around the world honestly um and i think maybe they maybe he had a leg up on them from the beginning and you know he from what i understand he hasn't been with the mcvee company for what 20 years or 20 or more years now yeah i think um and so that's something to think about and then you know there's that rumor floating around um the youtuber rusty shackleford Mm -hmm. (laughs) great name um was taking drone clips and shots of epstein island and you know kind of around the time same time he was kind of down there on his boat running around doing stuff so it's uh at best he is you know a a white hat kind of just can't control type person but i think he's some kind of like gray cat opportunist uh, to some degree um i think seeing this come out of nowhere though was was really the craziest thing of all this yeah, he had, he had kind of ebbed and flowed in in the news cycle for the last couple of years due to yeah. his tax evasion stuff and you know his daring escapes and then alleging that the CIA caused in excess of fifty million dollars in property damages in one of the homes he used to reside in. Yeah, um, <clears throat> all the way up to his apparent non-suicide. And uh, yeah, it just seems for for people that weren't really in the know, they kind of missed the boat on it. No pun intended. Mm. But I think at the same time, um, maybe the best is yet to come with him as well. So, he might have faked his own death. You never know. Yeah, he, he he definitely is one of those guys. So it's he it, talked about clones and body doubles too. It's in certain videos and stuff like that. I mean, there's that's not out of the realm of possibility either. Yeah, I he, mean. he 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 did post allegedly what four of his body doubles faces and and saw that even though he could get the uh, goatee and color of it down to a T, he can't. Um, take away from the fact that all four of the pictures had different lips and he said it's pretty much the only way you'd be able to tell it's not me so when <clears throat> if anyone's listening to this and thinking like oh this is so outrageous and crazy these theories just look at the past year and a half exactly. and all of the cra- I mean okay start from Epstein you know if you would have if you would have called that out like 20 years ago that some oligarch in the u.s is gonna elite, elite, rise elite fame. pedophile ring yeah, yeah you would be like oh this is that's stupid and then you i mean look at all the conspiracies that are validated throughout i mean start with uh <clears throat> mk ultra uh-huh. which mm-hmm. is like certified that that was real yeah and midnight yeah. climax which is like an offspring of that and then the whole thing with 9-11 which people are still on the fence about it's a touchy subject i get it a lot of people lost their lives but then you look at epstein the coronavirus and now people I think there's not a whole lot of people that are in the middle anymore of conspiracies. Like when something comes out, a lot of more people are apt to look at it from like a, a questionable perspective. You know what I mean? Before people Or they just, just won't look at it at all. That's what I'm saying is yeah. there's no like, there's not a whole lot of middle ground. Either people just turn their back and believe what the media tells them. I think for the first time in our generation, people are starting to take a step back and go, I don't know if that's true. Like I don't. Maybe don't buy that. And you well, see it's that more with, comfortable for people just to go along with what the rational yeah, and what status quo you know, belief is going to be on it. So it, for them, There's like, just it would so much, undermine their entire yeah. existence if There's just stuff so much true. wild crap that happened in the past year. Like yeah. to, every conspiracy that comes across the desk now, you kind of have to look at it. And now you do your own research, but you can't just dismiss things anymore because right, we're living it? in some crazy 
timeline where all this crazy stuff's happening that we never would have thought. I mean, who would have ever thought the government would take coronavirus into what it is now with control and muting free speech and, yeah. and all the stuff that it's Me. coming with it. Me. But that's what I'm saying. The average American right. never would have. They're on our team now, which is yeah. most of them, most people that are logical. And you look at the media and all the responses to these things when these supposed conspiracy theories first came out. Mm-hmm. The media was just as quick to completely undermine and dismantle, yeah. you know, to the best of their ability that this is unfounded and blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, okay, you know, yeah, just, just like, like the lab leak, it's like, oh, it's completely unfounded. And it's like, oh, well, hey, guess what? Fucking the Foucher was actually talking about it. Well, then you even have people that are diehard lefties that are kind of switching sides. Like, look at all the stuff. I still don't like Bill Maher, but he's saying more like conservative stuff almost yeah. every week on his show. Well, and you have centrist stuff. Yeah. Which yeah. is fine. That's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. It's be- Yeah. And I mean, he's pissing off a lot of the people on the left. And then you have Jon Stewart coming on Conan. Yeah. Well, Conan? there's more people that are seeing this now. And it's like, yeah. oh, it's not just your fringe fucking tinfoil hat buddy that you hang out with at the bar every once in a while. Correct. Now it's actually Correct. people that you see on a regular it's basis. It's co-workers. It's family members. Yeah. And, and televisions yeah. where you believe everything. So. I'm sure they don't like it, though. It must suck sometimes being paid opposition and actually have to go to work and earn your keep mm, every once in a while, like Bill Maher and, and Jon Stewart. And I hate Tucky earning you have keep. To. Um, I think... Just remember real quick also that um, people like Jeffrey Epstein and John yeah. McAfee, the memes about them not killing themselves were memes before they actually were Yeah, not True. killing themselves. So, you know, it, it's those things now that you think about f- for people like Epstein a year later where it's like, okay, it's funny to see like the Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself, like car air freshener. And every once in a while, like, we still want to know the answer. Meaning. Those things kind of invalidate the actual issue, issue though. Right. But And that's kind of the thing. It's like they let they let the memes go, and everybody loves memes. But at the same time, it's like w- nothing happened. Like, no, there's not going to be any investigation into yeah. it. It's just going to go away. Hillary Clinton also loathed both of those people. Yeah. So not saying that she didn't have anything to do with it, but we all know that she did. Yeah, I think some of these people are hedging their bets too. Like people like Omar and and some of those people. Are like, mm-hmm. I think some of them see the writing on the wall at this point. How could you not? Like, are these people really that stupid that they don't see the writing on the wall? And I, I think some of them, you know, some people are going to hedge hedge bets to avoid Gitmo and, yeah. and worse. Honestly, that's a good point. Yeah, hopefully a lot of deals are being made behind the scenes right now, and <laughs> you know, there's people that are just. Unload, singing like unloading, singing it, yeah. So yeah, I think the no deals, uh, you know, mantra. I think that might have been, you know, just kind of like a disinformation, almost like a pressure switch in a way that says, yeah, we're not going to make any deals with you, and so that you know, at the very last minute, you know, you want to talk talk about art of the deal. I mean, at the very last minute, these people are going to be scrambling and 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 reing to make any kind of deal they can. Yeah, yeah, you got 15 uh, minutes to respond. Go. We, we don't. We oh. don't. We don't have any Operation Paperclip when you're already here, Hillary. <laughs> so, yeah, we don't have an intelligence agency for you to run. You already destroyed several of them. Um, but let's pick it up a little bit. Not, not about people who have and have not killed themselves. Um, someone who's still very much alive, and at the forefront of the movement right now is President Donald Trump. Mm. Rally this weekend, Nick. See it? Did it Noah? Epic. Vance course okay we're all in the know then it's first for us usually somebody's like oh, i got it on dvr okay the crowd probably 
Say DV- DVR. Is that a thing still? TiVo. <laughs> well, what do you guys do? Just I don't have cable. I do. Oh. I, I just it, say it's recorded. Okay. Well, did you record it? I didn't. I did. Yeah. Did he put it on Rumble? I know he's got a Rumble account. He, now. he did, and a crowd that exceeded forty thousand people showed up in the middle of nowhere in Ohio. Um. At the Lorraine Fairgrounds. That was more than, what, 99.999% of uh, Biden rallies? In the county of Wellington. <laughs> Easily. In the intense heat and wind. If you're talking Jeeps, then maybe there was more, but more Jeeps. To hear Papa talk in only a way he can. Mm. Um, for over 90 minutes, he railed against the deep state, <laughs> the 2020 presidential election, Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden... And the fake news media. Is it wrong that I waited so I could hear it here first? No. <laughs> no. Um, the event was supposedly for an up-and-coming Republican incumbent candidate, Max Miller, former Trump campaign staffer who's running against Anthony Gonzalez, who Donald Trump said during this rally that he didn't even know who he was. I don't know who he is. Until, one, he begged for a ride on Air Force One back to Ohio while he was president. And then two, two weeks later, voted to impeach him. Did he give him a ride? He did. Wow. Yeah. They should send him a bill. That would be epic. Like for the food and everything. But yeah, we're, we're going to be hitting up a lot of what Papa had to say. But before and while he was getting ready to take the stage, the fake news media rolled out one of their crappiest clones. Oh. Good old Al Gore. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. To talk wow. about inconvenient, right? Truth <laughs> and his existence. Let's hear what uh, former Al Bore, former presidential loser, <laughs> Man the Bear Pig. of the Internet, yeah, Man Bear Pig had to say. Pamela, uh, the refusal of the former president uh, to acknowledge that he lost by seven million votes—it wasn't close, for God's sake. And apparently a majority of his party is still so enthralled to him that they still uh, believe that the uh, American people did not make the judgment that they clearly made. Uh, This is very damaging to our democracy. I'm hoping that this craziness will fade over time. But we keep getting this nonsense like this uh, (laughs) foolish uh, exercise to to bring in some... uh, uh, cyber ninja group in Nick's, Arizona Nick's fired to up. look for bamboo in the uh, ballots there. It's, it's absolutely nuts. We hear about AI uh, standing for artificial intelligence. They're putting Thanks. another yeah, kind they, of AI out, God artificial insanity. They're putting out messages that create an alternate reality. And people get into these uh, uh, echo chambers on the Internet, and it's all they hear, and they begin to believe the alternate reality. We've got to follow the rule of reason and honor American democracy and acknowledge the will of the American people. They spoke loudly and clearly. Well, so he so for the first time, there's a Democrat that wants to follow reason and logic. The other thing I have an issue with is there's a lot of things you have an issue with. Are you talking about this specifically? Yeah. Oh, okay. Personal (laughs) personal issues. One, I hate his voice. Oh yeah. Well, and also they make they make fun of they make fun of what Trump looks like, and that guy's got like the Macho Man Randy Savage tan going on right now. So one thing I you 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 think about this if breathe if these guys 
and you're talking about all these tards on the left, <laughs> including Al Gore, mm-hmm. if they believed 100% that all this was fake and that um, Stop the Steal was fake and that it was just a big, like, last-ditch effort, like, if they didn't know the truth, they wouldn't be spending this much effort no. to derail it and to call people out and go under. They're insane. They're stupid. They're creating this false reality. If there was a lie and they knew it, and if Biden had clearly won, and, yeah, they'd and say what they, it once and it'd be yeah, over. and they would just ignore and go, "These guys are crazy. Whatever, we're gonna move on." But we're all living rent free in these guys' minds, and it's driving them crazy because every time they get a microphone, and Kamala Harris and AOC, all these people are talking about this derangement syndrome, and it's like. Yeah, you guys keep talking about that because well, you have nothing better. You have to. I don't think anything's living in AOC's mind. No. True. And, you know, it's a funny part also. They they always will, and I don't know if you guys have caught this, but I have because I do a lot of this audio research every week. They will always point out the vote total spread, but there is not a person out there who will put their hitch their wagon to the fact that Joe Biden got 80 million votes. Well, yeah. There isn't a person walking this fucking earth that honestly believes that that's true in any kind of reality yeah. or fucking multiverse ever. 80 million votes. If you whisper it, maybe it's like... Well, we'll get into that later, too. He's had, he's had some of the greatest hits this week. I got 80 million votes. Um, but let's get on to more important things. Donald Trump shitting on every single person. 80 million. And only given the person... Votes. Max Miller, former high-ranking campaign staffer, about 37 seconds on stage during a 90-minute speech to where he really didn't stump for him at all, except said Max is a good guy who's going to have an America First agenda, which is technically all we really need to know when vetting someone. Come on, man. <laughs> exactly. Do you think the uh, fake news media has missed him? Oh, yeah. Look here, fat. I think Trump does, too. <laughs> Don't. Yeah, their ratings are going up. I mean, we will no- send Joe Biden and the fake news media. There's a lot of people back there. Look at that. Look at that. This doesn't sound like Look a loser to me. That. Do you miss me? They miss me. So that's how it started and then continued to pick up after that. There is a lot of stuff he covered during this one and uh i think we should just start deep diving into it has he ever mentioned the mean tweets like are you ready for some mean tweets that'd be the biggest troll ever oh my gosh i wish that'd be amazing didn't they what did they say he's banned for like another year and they're gonna take it off yeah well we'll see yeah there's always an extension right uh yeah well they'll they'll say that and then they'll he'll say something and they'll be like because of what he said and blah 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 oh no but they did come out recently and it's not a lifetime ban anymore, hmm. apparently. Yeah, we'll see about that. We will send Biden and the media and all of the people that are so bad to our country, big tech tyrants, a message they cannot ever censor, cancel, or ignore. We will take back the House, we will take back the Senate, and we will take back America, and we will do it soon. Soon. <laughs> and we will do it soon. Hydroxychloroquine actually works. Remember? Remember? I made a mistake on hydroxy. I should have said... Hydroxychloroquine is a disaster. Please do not use it. They would have said. Instead, I said it works. And now reports are coming out that it works. They probably destroyed a lot of lives. 
That is actually true. The Russian yeah. bounty story was a total fake. He's reading one of guys. his tweets. Look, the cameras are starting to go off. Oh, the cameras are going off. I better speak fast. Those cameras are going off. They don't like this. They don't like this speech. You know, you have the nice red light at the beginning of the camera. That thing was lit up. All of a sudden, those suckers are off so fast. We won the election twice. I love that he pointed that out. And it's possible we'll have to win it a third time. It's possible. The radical left is trying to rip our nation apart. And there is no depth to which they will not sink. You've seen it, you've seen it, and you've seen it strongly. Just can't have it. There's no better example than the election that we talk about and talk about so proudly because we did so well. The 2020 presidential election was rigged. We won the election in a landslide. You know it, I know it, and you know who else knows it? The fake news knows it. The radical left. Democrats and their allies in big tech and in the fake news media viciously did everything possible to deny our victory and to delay the count till they could figure out how many votes were needed to drag Joe Biden across the finish line. You know that. Now they censor, conceal and smear you. If you look into the election today, you know, I saw the other day where they were saying, we are going to look into the election. I said, that's great. No, they're not looking into that. They're looking into the people that want the truth. There it is. Yeah. The biggest tragedy of all is millions of Americans have lost confidence in their vote. True story. We yeah. can't let that happen. And that's why I say you have to know what took place in 2020 before you can vote in 2022 or 2024. You have to know. And if we don't figure it out, we're not going to be in a position to win in 2022 or 2024. We'll never stop fighting for the true results of this election. And it's moving along rapidly, whether it's Democrats or rhinos who stand in our way. And, you know, in many cases, the rhinos are worse than the Democrats. Right here. With the Republican Congress, we will fight for more jobs for Ohio families, fair trade for Ohio workers, and more Ohio factories, forging more products stamped with that beautiful, beautiful phrase, made in the USA. Oh, yeah. We will break up big tech monopolies, reject left-wing cancel culture, and we will restore the right to free speech in America. We will protect... I wanted to stop it right there because... How can you not like this? He, uh, well, he sends mean tweets. Guess oh. what, asshole? He's orange, too. Yeah. He's actually looking a nice... He's an old white male. We he, can't have that in the right. office. He's got kind of like a Costco... Oh, did you just or, assume his gender? Costco rotisserie chicken color to him right now. Oh, let me see. Nice. Yeah, it's not even really orange. It's hey, kind of. Well, no, that looks like that. That was like uh, fucking Al Bore. Yeah. Well, you want to know what? They're gonna get to the bottom of it soon. <laughs> <laughs> right after. <laughs> oh, so so the best part about all of those audios that we just heard was that was only the first half of what I've oh, got. That's amazing. Yeah, there's a whole bunch more in the Papa Chito mega mix that we're gonna be playing. But let's let's just start. There, he, I mean, he got into the fake news media. Well, and where all, are the negatives? Like, right. where, where, where is 
as an American citizen, whether or not you're one of these fucking self-hating, America-hating, left-wing retards okay. who need housing, right? Uh, how is this bad? Stimulus checks. No. Well, he started off by covering all the things that the media covered up over the last year and a half. All the things going in, into the 2020 presidential election, which supposedly hurt him at the polls, but in actuality did not. Because regardless of what they're going to tell you, more than 74 million people voted for him. Yeah. So regardless of what they were saying, lying about, covering up, or repressing, it did nothing to him. But he needs to point out the fact. I mean, they made up everything from Hunter Biden's laptop to Russian bounty scandals to the taxes will will be like the big all tell all to, you know, you name it. Um, He's trying to start insurrections. He's trying to steal the election. He just can't let it go. And look where we're at now. Again, well, just for news media is to be turning off the camera because he's specifically mentioning things. The it's best like, is that he calls that out. Yeah, but like they do not turn the cameras off. They edit. Like the fact that they don't even want it recorded. Yeah, that says a lot. They don't want it to be that part in the newsroom. It's like, well, let's let's. Oh, oh no, hold on. Let's, let's cut to the crazy to... guy live and see what he's saying. And he's like, the election was stolen. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's so, the best part about what he does, though. I mean, you think about back to like even 2015 and 16, like one of the first things he really went hard on and Savage was in my, you know, from my perspective was like fake news media. Yeah. Right. I mean, he really, really hammered that point home, I think, more than almost anything. And, you know, you look now, he, even if he's calling out Fox News and you just see that people are wise to what what the hell the uh the mainstream media is doing anymore i mean their their days are numbered i mean he comes out you know recently and just says that uh, their ratings are at an all-time low etc and and they probably are i mean they they've probably taken the biggest hit that's the only reason people were tuning in because they you know some of these um libtards on the left and everybody they they had that built in rage and that snowflake mentality that they needed something to hate you know, they almost needed a bad guy um, in all of this. And that's sold every show and magazine copy. Yeah. And that was the whole premise for how they voted. It was just, I don't like this guy. So I have to vote for whatever the exact opposite is. Just like everything that's happening right now. It's like anything Trump wanted to do is completely undone. Project Talon, anything that benefited America, regardless of whether it was good or bad, good for the American people. It got fucking canceled. Yeah, government regulations, yeah. pipelines, secure borders, international yep. trade, treaties that we were in, how we took stances against foreign allies and enemies, things of that nature. You got to love that uh, China and North Korea won't call him, call Biden back, though. Well, and it's pretty it's pretty interesting right now. I never thought I'd be circling back to her, but it's like the human vibrator pointed out on this show one time. <laughs> <laughs> you did not just say that. This man was so America first and stood by his words that the person who literally shat on golden toilets got oh, the american every, public to fall in love Mitch mcconnell's desk all right and believe in him <laughs> no we're not talking about the insurrection right now but we will get to that later insurrection yeah stop it um i, I think part two of the mega mix yeah let's you do ready it. for some more vance you ready do it. do it i haven't heard enough restore patriotic education to our schools and we will teach our children to love their country, honor our history, and always respect our great American flag. He's got some pitch issues. No matter how powerful the sinister forces, we are up against, may seem, and they do look powerful, and they get more powerful as we get weak. And we got weak over the last 
five months, very, very pathetic and very, very weak. We must never forget this country does not belong to them. It belongs to you, the American people. Fuck yeah. This is your home. This nation is your heritage. And our magnificent American liberty is your God-given right. The people of this land will not be ruled and talked down to by corrupt politicians, petty tyrants, left-wing bullies or socialist bureaucrats in a place called Washington, D.C. It's not going to happen. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield. We will never give in. We will never give up. We will never back down. We will never, ever surrender. My fellow Americans, our movement is far from over. In fact, our fight has only just begun. We will not. That's a Braveheart speech right there. Powerful, powerful. We are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. So with American pride swelling in our hearts Mm, and American courage stirring in our souls, I say these words to you tonight. All again. We will make America wealthy again. Okay. Yeah. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. Mm, yeah. And we will make America great again. Thank you, Ohio. Thank you. Thank you. Very much. So there was that. I think it was a uh, pretty good look into. And I mean, that was kind of just an overall welcome back to the actual Fantastic. rally circuit by Trump over the weekend. Vance, what did you think of all that? It was it was classic Trump. You know, it was, I think it was the Trump uh, that we were all hoping to see. Right. That we were all we were. I think a lot of us, there's a lot of uh, a lot of people were tired of the same kind of stumping for rhinos and things like that. And um, I mean, that's a whole a whole different rabbit hole of getting you know some of these people elected, I think. But um, to be to see him in his true kind of unscripted format, I think that is the best Trump. Right. You know. I think that is the um, the ultimate form that people want to see. They 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 appreciate that transparency. I mean, you know, I I try to tell people deep down that at the end of the day, ultimately, you know, this this plan, this this thing that's going on right now, almost even really wasn't even about Trump. This whole fight isn't even about Trump. Even the, it, it, as hard as the mainstream media and all these leftists want to make it about trump it's it's really not i mean he was just really at the right place at the right time um he was a symbol of dissatisfaction for the status quo resentment for the political elite um and really just like a figurehead of the resistance to this marxist leftist dogma that has just taken over and infiltrated our culture and and every part of our society Um, but he, he never was really like a leader of these things and i think that's you know a trap that some people fall into is that you know they put him some people put him on a pedestal and i can't blame them i mean 
what's not to love about the guy, right? Yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan, but um, at the same time, like this is not even about Trump at all. I mean, this is well, it's about the future of our country. It is. It is. I mean, when you think about it, um, you know, he, he, in my opinion, he was kind of like a catalyst for for this great awakening and this this movement and and this in at this time in humanity. Um, And he has that this side of this great awakening versus the great reset. Um, And at this point, from my in my opinion, like there's no way for either side to back out now. I mean, like not not Congress, the left, the right you know, the Trumpers, BLM, um, Antifa, nobody's backing out now. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're all headed into, uh, we're all headed into the void on this crazy yeah. train. Uncharted waters. Yeah. Totally. Totally. <clears throat> you you like, know, who's not really a fan of anything that we just talked about who, well, we, we also, we had our pregame CNN, Al Gore, <laughs> MSNBC decided to Macho chime in. Man Al Gore. Yeah, with their nightly news coverage following the event. Oh, good times. And uh, they they had some commentary that may not align totally with ours. Shocking. Let, yeah, let's hear what they had to say uh, following the uh, major rally that Trump had over the weekend. Rather, he began that process. But when you talk about the greatest hits, he's also rehashing the 2020 election and continuing to lie about what happened there. Take a listen. The crime of the century, which I consider to be the election of 2020, the big lie is what took place on the evening and the morning, November 3rd, November 4th, November 5th. Our Supreme Court, I must say, I am ashamed of our Supreme Court. We'll never stop fighting for the true results of this election. Guys, at all of the Trump events that I have done over the course of the last few months, he's spoken to several conservative groups, Republican parties, and now, of course, he's getting back out on his own rally circuit. He has reiterated the big lie at almost every single one of these events, and there's an impact to that. It erodes people's faith in democracy. In talking to voters yesterday, I had people suggest to me that he should be reinstated. Of course, we know that that cannot happen. There is no way that former President Donald Trump will be reinstated. He lost the November election. Stop Again, it. he keeps bringing this lie out there. <laughs> and people who either want to believe it or think that there was some impropriety here that didn't exist, they are listening and they are internalizing that. That has big ramifications for small d democracy over the next few years and decades going forward. A former president just continuing to erode Americans' faith in free and fair elections, the bedrock of our democratic systems. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's just how can you just factually say that there's baseless or whatever the fuck she just said? Like, unless you can fucking prove it. Yeah. Paid liars. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, well, Literally. Donald Trump put out a statement shortly thereafter oh. in response to uh, some of the things that places like MSDNC, which he named by that nice. during his rally. Wow. Who, Memed is, it. Is that new? Right. No. Not, not for this show. But... <laughs> Sent out uh, one of his. Oh yeah, with a rhino background, I like it. Right, and, and talked about g- our good old friend, the turtle from the Neverending Story, Mitch McConnell. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and s- saying now, had Mitch McConnell fought for the presidency like he should have, there would right now be 
presidential presidential vetoes on all the phased legislation that has been proven to be incapable of stopping. Not to mention, he lost two senatorial seats in Georgia, making the Republicans the minority in the Senate. He never fought for the White House and blew it for the country. Too bad I backed him in Kentucky. He would have been primaried and lost. Got him. Too bad. Based on the reports, he convinced his buddy, Bill Barr, to get the corrupt, and in parentheses now, based on the massive amounts of evidence that the fake news refuses to mention, election done and over with and sealed for Biden ASAP. Piggybacking right off of that and talking about Bill Barr, um, there was another press release from the office of the president where he talked directly to Bill Barr and uh, went into it basically saying, former rhino attorney general Bill Barr (laughs) failed to investigate the election fraud and really let down the American people. Even the scam that took place in Georgia of ballot stuffing on camera, he couldn't see what was wrong with it. He just, like, failed to understand how the Horowitz report and let everyone down with respect to getting a timely investigation, in parentheses, where's Durham, (laughs) on all of the corruption in the Obama-Biden administration. It's people in authority like Bill Barr that allow the crazed radical left to succeed. He and other rhinos in the Republican Party are being used in order to try and convince people that the election was legitimate when so many incredible facts have come out now to show conclusively that it wasn't. He came in with a semi-bang and went out with a whimper. Early in his term, Bill Barr went ballistic on CNN with Wolf Blitzer warning Democrats were changing election rules to flood the system with mail-in ballots that, as a matter of logic, are very open to fraud. There are, and Bill Barr did nothing about it. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, went out to point, per bullet point, some of the violations and, you know, incursions that happened during the election, like voters uh, up 17.5% during a pandemic in Maricopa County, um, 102,000 obsolete votes in Georgia, uh, including almost 20,000 dead people. That's a decent amount of dead people. Double feeding the ballots in Fulton County, Georgia, nearly 200,000 illegal indefinitely confirmed votes in Wisconsin that violated voter ID laws, cash for vote schemes in Nevada, illegal aliens voting, and election law changes that were not authorized by the state legislators, which is mandated by the U.S. Constitution. Um, He went on multiple paragraphs more to shit on Bill Barr, but I think we've got the context of it Yeah, in regards to the news that was going on with Trump over the weekend. I think probably one of the biggest things that we haven't covered yet, but all encompasses Trump is a big doomer narrative that's been going around for a long time and something that has, number one, nothing to do with the Great Awakening, number two, with any drop ever, is that, and I'm quoting now because a lot of people misquoted online, is that the first arrest will shock the world. Vance never happened? Absolutely not. Okay. Just wanted to confirm that with someone who's more of an expert than any of us are. Um, Absolutely not. The New York Attorney General announced this week that in regards to his taxes, Donald Trump will, number one, not be indicted, number two, be arrested. So that big whole Doomer, black pill bullshit narrative that's been going on that Donald Trump is going to be the first arrest that shocks the world, or that he's just going to be arrested in general, turns out to be another fake news media narrative and nothing burger. I guess we could just add it to the pile. Yeah. It's a fun story, though, right? I mean, it's something that uh, would make the movie kind of, you know, a little more exciting. But you've had quite a few bigger influencer accounts kind of hitching their wagon to that as of late. 
But yeah. as of yesterday, it's going absolutely fucking nowhere, just like a lot of the narratives involving Donald Trump has. And I will reiterate for the fulfillionth time on this show. Fulfillion? Or as Jovan Polter puts it, quadrillionth. I, I feel like quadrillion should be more than fulfilling, but I it guess is. Oh, okay. I'm right. I'm okay with that. Welcome to quantum physics. God damn it. I'm a genius. <laughs> if there was ever anything legitimately real about Donald Trump that was going to incriminate him in any way, shape or form, it would have been out a long fucking time ago. Well, yeah. Cause the, like you've got like a fucking team of monkeys working around the clock on this. Yeah. Yeah. They spent $40 million trying to investigating every aspect of his life. Right. I mean, they would have found something, I think, at yeah, that point. Yeah, 100%. But they won't spend $5 on investigating the insurmountable amount of voter fraud that's happened throughout the country over the last year and a half. Well, and, I mean, and would, for, would you want to for decades investigate decades something that? that was going to make you lose? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I think the whole Bill Barr thing, too, I think, honestly, uh, and, you know, this is, I like to throw theories out there because they're fun to think about and yeah. you know, Trump getting arrested were, was, uh, was a fun theory to think about too. And I think a lot of that is kind of ties into this whole great awakening and all of these drops. It's um, the amount of disinformation. I think that was, I think there was more disinformation than there was information, honestly. And a lot of that, I mean, if you actually think that any kind of real military plan was going to unfold on a message board online, uh, you're kidding yourself. And uh, there, there's no way that any legitimate idea or plan would ever be leaked like that. And when, when I see when I see Trump attack Bill Barr like this, I and what, what's interesting and what um, some people should look into is that just I, it was either today or yesterday. Adam Schiff came out and oh, like completely God. said the opposite of what Trump just said. He's like, oh, well, Bill Barr has been on Trump's payroll this entire time and Wrong. he's been leveraging and targeting these people to um, go after, you know, go after his political enemies and things like that. And so when I see Adam Schiff, you know, all things considered, Adam, you know, Adam Schiff is probably one of the most evil, sinister pieces of shit yes. in our entire government. Mm -hmm. um, but he's not he's not an idiot. And I think he realizes that Trump what Trump what Trump is trying to do is trying he's really trying to distance himself and put space between him and Bill Barr. Um, before a lot of this stuff starts to roll out, um, he Trump did the same thing to Jeff Sessions. I'm, poor, poor Jeff Sessions. Uh, like when he ran for whatever, um, whatever congressional seat or whatever he or senator or whatever he was running for. Yeah, he, after, he, he went to back. He went to, to try and get the uh, senatorial seat in uh, Alabama, where Tommy Tuberville wound up sliding into. Mm -hmm. Exactly, and Trump shit all over him there too, which which I thought was really interesting. And and you know, then you look and see what Sessions actually did. Um, you know, in at his time at the Department of Justice, I you know I, I think if this was a military operation, and I do think it was, that there is no way Trump would leave these kind of people in power for that long and let them do everything that they needed to do, including Bill Barr. And, and I think that him, you know, um, trashing Bill Barr is just another disinformation tactic mm -hmm. um, and just to really insulate himself. Right. I mean, I think that was a, one of the messages in a lot of these drops was that POTUS needs to be insulated from, from a lot of this. And I think it cannot look like Trump, is going to be the one that's going to bring the hammer down on all these people because you have all the snowflakes and all the orange man bad people that will just throw a shit fit almost immediately uh, because 
the name Trump is even in the same sentence. Yeah, right? it has to and be. So I think, it has to be somebody else that does it. Otherwise, it's going to be. Well, I can't listen to a single word this guy says. Yeah, because even though he talks about all the stuff that's going on behind the scenes and this, that, and the other thing, he is still yet to mention the audits in name. Oh, exactly, yeah, that's true. Yeah. He, he's keeping himself one hundred, you know, percent away and detached from that, just so they can't hitch his wagon to it. But I think uh, it's a perfect segue into getting in to stop the steal. Let's do it. We did have an update. Mm. Right before the show started, coming from One America and Christina Bob, who's been the on-the-floor correspondent for the network during this whole time, and has really been working her ass off to try and get um, a lot of that information out to the people. So let's hear what they had to say briefly before our show started today. Until Wednesday to tear down the setup at the Coliseum. One America's Christina Bob has more from Phoenix. The auditors have packed up all the ballots and they're awaiting the return to the county, which should happen by Wednesday. They're finalizing the upload of the scans and should have that completed early this week as well. The auditors must meet with the Senate to discuss any preliminary findings and must get approval before any information can be released. The Arizona Senate is currently in session on the Senate floor trying to pass a budget and vote on the final legislation that would become effective before 2022. Last week, the Senate was on the floor as late as 2 o'clock in the morning. The audit results are a bit at the mercy of the Senate's availability this week, and I'm hoping we'll see some type of information, if not today, early this week. The heavy lifting on the forensic side remains to be completed. That report is expected in August. That report will detail whether there are any fraudulent ballots, the hardware and software analysis of the machines, were there thumb drive used? Are there irregular patterns in the down ballot races? Did any of the machines switch votes? So in order to have a detailed picture of whether fraud occurred or not, we will have to wait for the forensic portion of this audit to complete. In the near term, we can expect to know whether the count that was certified was accurate. If it was not accurate, there will be a lot more work that needs to be done. If you'd like to contribute to the effort to audit other states, you can do so at voicesandvotes.org, which is an organization I... I let that play out because I yeah. wanted her to kind of get that in there. But I think just hearing that, you know, probably a little weighty, weighty, a little bit more. Yeah. Don't don't love it. Um, but through the Gateway Pundit yesterday, they sat down with one of the people who was like an executive on this entire audit thing. And what got leaked online, um, consequently, was something that we've been talking about on this show for an extremely long time. And that was the amount of ballots that are not looking like it's going to be too good into the overall count at the end. You don't say. Not at all. Did you see that, Vance? I did. That that leaked screenshot of the video. Um, oh yeah, on the Gateway Pundit that um, they, had some had some of the numbers of the yeah the wrong vote. And regardless of all the different kinds of ballot inconsistencies they had in that long list, it was the one at the bottom which. Uh, is the only one that's going to matter at the end of the day. And that said somewhere around 254,000 ballots are going to be not counted in the audit. It's kind of a lot. That's more than enough. That's a lot of ballots. That's a lot of ballots. So many ballots. So um, speaking of the Gateway Pundit, one of the major contributors, owner and operator of that, Mr. Joe Hoft, Mm. um, I think he appeared on War Room. Yesterday with a oh, quick poll of the week. Uh, Steve Bannon, not Q, me, no. Noah? No. Nope. Vance? No. Nick? Not even close. No. No. Okay, I like it. Don't hate it. Um, yeah, he was on and, uh, you know, was kind of giving his little uh, 
two cents about what's going on with all these things. Let's hear what he had to say. Democrats did in Arizona. Two and that's what the Democrats did in Arizona. Two of those audits, they say, we did two audits. And then they also say, some of these states say, we did these audits to determine that our results were right. Those were not audits. Those were sampling done by people who may be biased of, the, of some of the ballots in some of the counties or in some of the precincts in some of the states. Those were not yeah. forensic audits yeah. like what was done in Arizona. These hold, people hold, did it right. Hold, they looked hold, at every the, ballot. The, 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 here, here's, the phrase, here's the phrase, remember it, full forensic audit. Absolutely. Full forensic Absolutely. audit. The yeah. three November movement has to go to Georgia. It has to go to Pennsylvania. We're not going to rest. No. And the shot heard around the world is in Arizona. But like we said, it's going to happen when yeah. it's going to happen. The yeah. heroes and, and they continue to weigh in on that, which, you know, back and forthly. But I, I think one of the things you need to understand, and I saw it done up pretty well yesterday. Someone posted somewhere. I, I just remember glancing over it on Twitter. And it, it basically said, like, if you have 50 apples and you... <laughs> audit the 50 apples you will at the end have 50 apples but if you forensically audit those 50 apples and find out that like four of them are plastic and 20 of them are glass and several of them are rotten then you no longer have 50 apples you actually have whatever amount of actual apples are left yeah so it's one, it's one of those things where um you know Arizona's coming like a freight train and we just gotta kind of stay on track with it in regards to you know waiting to hear the final numbers out of there. Vance, what do you think of that election analysis in regards to, you know, the whole apples thing and how many you have compared to when you recount them do or, you know, forensically audit them? Honestly, I, when I first read that, I saw the exact same meme or, or whatever it was. Um, I thought it was brilliant, honestly. Um, you know, we talk reason i created my my account sheep no more was to really wake up the sheep and kind of get sheep to understand some some simple concepts like that and i think breaking it down literally to fruits and vegetables and shapes and colors is what you have to do ultimately at the end of the day and and so when i first read that i, I thought that was really brilliant and then you see you see you see what the media is trying to paint the narrative that they're trying to paint right the uh the dirty word the psyop that they're trying to uh that they're trying to pull um it, it's pretty obvious that they are trying to you know put in the words of a of a recount versus an audit and play with those terms and ultimately at the end of the day you know what like we what we saw in um in Georgia and other places with Ruby Freeman, you know, it was really just a ultimately a recount um, and not a true forensic audit. And and so when you can kind of put it into simple terms like that, that is the kind of viral meme um, that that needs to be spread everywhere to you know these people that have been products of our education system for so long um, that you have to really get at that core basic level to really get the message across otherwise you know when you start bringing up spreadsheets and numbers and uh quotients and 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 things like that people's eyes just kind of glaze over and uh you see it too they just kind of like shut down and their brains turn off and and so when you can really get it to that level um it, it's one of the most important messages you can send out and i you know applaud the, the person that put that together yeah maybe if you use uh, common core math the election wasn't stolen <laughs> 
Right. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it right there. Um, that, that was a perfect segue into Georgia, though, where we're still waiting on a final verdict on whether or not we're going to have this forensic audit, even though it is all all sources are leaning towards yes from from Judge Amaro there. They did have a huge town hall yesterday where a lot of the constituents in Fulton County uh, got together to talk to some of their elected officials and get some information on just what would happen if and when that forensic audit does go on. I do have some audio on it. Let's let's hear what they were talking about last night. Do it. Evidence, but I think it's going to be so overwhelming in in Fulton that shows it's going to be you know anywhere from seventeen to thirty four thousand ballots. It's going to tell the story. But we can then look at Coffee County, Ware County, DeKalb, Gwinnett. We could look at all of them and really make our case. Then what I think we can do, and I'm not sure, and I'm not an attorney. But I think we can ask for our 16 electoral college votes back there you and go. park them here Ooh. and just say we don't want those part of the, the vote. So you have the so, basic you have the authority to basically, uh, in a sense, decertify our your 16, 16 electoral votes. Just don't give them to Trump. Just park, park them. them here. Bring them back and park them in Georgia. I like it. And then if Arizona did that and if um, a couple other states did that and it got below 270, then the 12th Amendment would kick in and Congress would have to. Congress would have to act, act. right? Because he, he wouldn't, be- and that would be going into that constitutional con- uh, um, crisis that we talk about so often on this show. That was Georgia State Senator Brandon Breach at that town hall they had last night, where they were kind of looking for some informative tidbits into what exactly is going to happen following the Fulton County forensic audit. But then Senator Breach went on to talk about how if something like that did go down in Fulton, and they did get the you know, outcome that they're all suspecting based off of the, I don't know, endless hours of video evidence, um, both from the ballot dumps at night all the way up to the Ruby Freeman uh, multiple counts and this, that, and the other thing that happened there. Are we talking about the safest and most secure election in history? We sure are. Wow. Yeah, 80 million votes? 80 million votes. There you go. Um, But then he was talking about expanding into other counties. 80 million. Not a chance. <laughs> did you see how? Did you see all the jeeps? One point nine trillion dollars. I wrote the bill. You, when he said he wrote the bill, I almost <laughs> laughed out loud. <laughs> Come on, man. Seriously, so, though. One point twenty-one gigawatts. Exactly. Um, speaking of things that are extremely scientific <laughs> and always spot on. Yeah. What? What do you got? Even more than Christina Bob huh. would be our own favorite. Stop the Steel Bay. Uh-huh. You all know her and love her. As the one and only Sydney Powell. Sydney Powell. Sydney Powell. Ooh. I like it. She yeah. appeared on a podcast over the weekend, and I've got a couple tidbits from her. Let's hear what she had to say, piggybacking off of the information we've already given you guys on Arizona and Georgia. Important for people to understand what happened here, and the more information we can get about that, the better. It's particularly important for our state legislators to understand it because they have the power to recall the electors for fraud. Fraud vitiates or disposes of everything, undoes everything that wrongfully happened as a result of that fraud. So that's that's clip one. And then she even got into it a little bit more later in that podcast where she talked about some of the, you know, possible outcomes that could happen um, and... You know, our contrast to Doomer, 
and I'll keep calling her out in this show, Jenna Ellis's narrative of that everything that she says legally regarding the Constitution and the presidential line of succession that she shit posts about online is correct up until this point in time, but is no longer correct after we find, um, you know, something that would allow us to invoke the 12th Amendment and a constitutional crisis. Let's let's have Sydney round it up for us here. Today, where former Vice President Mike Pence is is saying, I'm just going to have to disagree with President Trump on that day, and I did the right thing. What are your uh, one of the listeners is asking here? What are your thoughts about what the Vice President did that day? Would he have been within the law to to send that back to the states? At at the very least, he should have recessed for further investigation into the fraud. The election, the machines in six key cities should have been impounded and investigated by a bipartisan slash military group of cyber specialists, computer specialists immediately. If Obama had been in office and that happened, that's the least that would have been done. Mm. An entirely different standard was applied to President elite, power hungry, greedy titans that are in control of the country want to destroy the middle class and want to take our freedoms it's up to the people to stand up for our rights that are enshrined in their constitution and the bill of rights absolutely that's just some powerful testimony from one of our show favorites sydney powell sydney if you're listening and we hope you are you're more than welcome to come on this podcast we'll buy you some animal print yeah I love it when she talks dirty like that too. Exactly, oh. you know. So, sit there and tell me, talk to me about constitutional crises, BB crises. Mm. Um, it wouldn't be fair for us to just play all of these audios and not have any kind of look into what the other side has to say about this. I recorded all the audio. I wrote the bill. <laughs> what an idiot. You know, he did one today. You want to hear it? Oh, yeah. All right. Before we segue into that, let's just hear the leader of the free world whispering into the microphone again. <laughs> oh, like, God, has yeah. no one told him to stop doing that? In a place where he has no idea where he is. Like the guy in the earpiece is like, stop it. Stop. Yikes. Stop. And then he just goes, hey, well, that's a giveaway. Hey, guys. I think it's time to give ordinary people a tax break. The wealthier doing fine. I mean it. I mean it. Why is this not a tax break for working folks when the stuff we give to the super wealthy are called tax breaks? Say, well, that. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I think it's that way you give a tax break. Well, that, see, they told him not to whisper anymore, but he's still leaning forward awkwardly. That might like be one he, of his clones, honestly. Like I can see, see that being James Wood or Jim Carrey. Oh, honestly, it, 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 was, the same thing. It, it was grouchy old blacky eyes for that mm. one. So, yeah, <laughs> um, he must have won the clone battle that day. But, but B- Big Nance, uh, Fast and Furious himself, Eric Holder, uh-huh. and, and and Barry Sortetto got together over the weekend, and they did a little Zoom pod, a little Rogues Gallery. Yeah, and they wanted to talk about um, just exactly what Stop the Steal is to them. And uh, I do have a brief clip of that, so let's just take a a peek into what's going on on the other side of the pond. are going to see is more and more contested elections contested not in the sense of healthy competition but contested in terms of who wins who loses we are going to see uh 
a further delegitimizing of our democracy. Stop it. What? And not only are we going to see more unfairness in terms of results uh, and, and who is represented and who isn't, uh, but we are going to see a breakdown of the basic agreement that has held this magnificent democratic experiment together all these years. That's going to require people paying attention. It's going to require public education. Uh, it's going to require us speaking out. I have every confidence that Nancy, working in conjunction with Chuck Schumer and Joe Biden and the, uh, others, and including people like Joe Manchin, uh, are going to figure out a way in which there is an up and down vote on the For the People Act. But um, that's only going to happen if we create an environment in which everybody knows what the stakes are. Uh, and that's why uh, support for uh, NDRC is so absolutely vital. And that's just Barack Obama kind of talking about how Joe Biden snuck part of that We the People Act into the infrastructure bill that was supposedly um, bipartisanly agreed on last week, even though the only people that were bipartisanly agreeing on it from the other side of the aisle were some of our favorites, like Mitt Romney and Friends. Mm. So, so basically just on that side of the aisle in name only. Yeah, and I mean... That's just the way that they look at it, that we're continuing to destabilize the country by asking for what is our the truth, right? Our, our rights, not only as citizens, but at, at the state level as well. And that is to make sure that the safest and most secure election in the history of the Republic was the most safest and secure election in the history of the Republic. And we know it wasn't. Yeah. And, um, you know, the only other things I got from, from kind of stopping the steal this week was, uh, the California Secretary of State was served with 3,000 affidavits and a letter from a voter integrity group in California for wanting to know why the voter rolls currently sit at almost 2.1 million more than our eligible registered voters. So that's kind of what's something that's starting to go on here, which I think number one is weird, but number two is awesome. And then in Pennsylvania, uh, it came out, I think, just a day or two ago that after a hearing there at the state legislative level, um, dozens of witnesses testified that at 3 a.m. on election night, there were a single dump of 186,000 votes, all for Biden, which is not statistically possible. Yeah. Um, we all know that this is the same in at least five other states. So and then this voter integrity group admin kind of goes on to say after that, if so if you're denying that the election fraud didn't happen just stop it stop it. because we'll be getting to the bottom of it soon <laughs> sounds like panic to me boys a lot of panic, like panic so me. i mean i really wish that christina bob could have pulled some strings for me she didn't reply to any of my tweets or dms or anything like that if she could just do a little leaky leaky before mm. the show today so we're gonna have to wait a whole another week and it's gonna be old news but it's gonna be people going to jail <laughs> <laughs> absolutely big fraud <laughs> <laughs> I'll never get over Big Brad or or when he says it's so good. He'll do, How do you not like this guy? He'll do seriously. He'll quote the safest and most secure election in the history, and then in parentheses put or the most rigged. Yeah, <laughs> obviously they weren't. It was rigged big time. <laughs> um, we're gonna get, we're getting a little bit sad now though after we got some of that uplifting stop the steal stuff because. 
As we've mentioned for a couple weeks now in a row, our, our, some of our intelligence agencies, if not all of them, are currently out of control in the United States. Um, you know, when, when you tie all stuff together, like Stop the Steal and the narrative that's um, provided at Trump rallies, uh, things that may or may not happen to John McAfee and people like him, and going to January 6th, which just so happens to be the biggest and safest, most secure. What? No, it's insurrection. Oh, yeah, insurrection. There you insurrection. go. Insurrection. Right, in the history of all World War II's, Pearl Harbors, 9-11s, Oklahoma City bombings, you name it, put them all together, January 6th, a billion times worse. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. Yeah, me either. Um, a 63-year-old woman was arrested this week. Oh, in, yeah, Grandma. Right. Grandma, the insurrectionist. For apparently uh, illegally entering the Capitol without proper permits or authorizations on January 6th. Tour pass. However, a leaker for the intelligence agency that was working on her case leaked her dossier pictures, which showed two pictures clearly of federal officers holding the doors open for her, one from the back and one from the front. Helping her up the stairs. Yes. Um, And and that comes also on the heel of all the other things we have. You know, we got the boneless chicken wing. We Mm -hmm. got the witch. Um, and, And... you know, for all the people that that were there, saw a lot of different things. We also have Roger Stone was on Alex Jones's podcast, um, I think two days ago, and he talked about how the Secret Service approached him while, and I'm air quoting now, shit was going down on oh. January 6th, and asked him if they would like, uh, if if they would if if he would prefer that they escorted him to the front of the Capitol so that he could you know, pretty much put his face on what was going on at the doors. Roger Stone obviously declined. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Roger Stone's disclosed to Alex Jones. They were both there. There's people offering personal escorts during an insurrection. Right, and he said he he, he was approached by... No, and the thing is, Roger Stone does a lot of things, right? He's an attention seeker. He loves the limelight. Insurrectionist? Low-key trying to get him on the show. Yeah, possibly. I've, I've reached out to his people, but you know what? Let's just take a second real quick. His wife's going through some 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 major cancer stuff right now, oh, and, and yeah. he's kind of had True. to take a step back from all the stuff he's doing. We wish her the biggest of bigly recoveries yeah. uh, moving forward. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, there's one thing that Roger Stone doesn't really necessarily do. It, it, it's break the law. Like, like he likes to be the center of attention, but he's not going to go around breaking the law doing it. And a lot of people have accused him of a lot of things. But when it comes down to it, he's never been able to get nailed by anything wait so. so did he go in past like the point of no return or he sure didn't oh no he, he declined the secret service escort so they tried to literally frame him right and this comes at the same time when we had you know bella and nat leon several months ago and they talked about how alex jones was there with uh, a shirt off no he didn't have a shirt on oh. they said it was so tight that he might as well not have had a shirt on <laughs> <laughs> love it but he said once the back doors were opened by the capitol police he was kind of telling everybody like hey they're letting people in like without any resistance just come around this side if you guys want to go in so those, those narratives kind of hold each other up into the fact that you know law enforcement did play a huge presence on january 6th it was also real revealed by an fbi whistleblower this week that um you know they they said that uh the fbi did have informants all throughout the entire event not only just leading up to it but on day of and inside the capitol um we have one of our favorite paid oppositionists mm. tucky last night um kind of break a story and by break a story we, we like to tell you guys take it with a grain of salt because it's what the people at the uh places that own him 
they lo- they loosened the leash on him a little bit. I right, like want him to want him to uh, be able to tell, but it, it's basically in regards to now. There's been a whistleblower who's come forward and 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 reported to Tucker Carlson in his show that he's being spied on by the NSA. Oh, and we all go, are to go on air with it. Tucker Carlson said, "You know what? I'm going to call bullshit. Prove it." And he said that this whistleblower provided him with text messages that could have only come from his cell phone. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of fascinating, right? Imagine that. Now so, do, my, do my cell phone next. I've been saying. <laughs> Tucky has been getting ready to get off of Fox News now. I think I've been saying it for the last six, seven, eight months. I can't imagine he wouldn't make more money on his own. Right, and starting his own totally. Alex Jones-ish, Joe Rogan-ish platform for himself where he could have on all these... Ge- He's already established. He it's could not sell like- wigs. Yeah. Well, those they're toupees. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. And, and they have Weaves? Re- bla- bad glue under the heat lamps. Yeah. But let's, yeah. let's hear what Tucky had to say in regards to that. Policy. The war on terror, now ongoing for 20 years, has pivoted in its aims. The war on terror is now being waged against American citizens, opponents of the regime. We saw this on display on January 6th. We told you a couple of weeks ago, based on language in publicly available indictments, that the FBI clearly had foreknowledge of the riot at the Capitol that day. And the agents we spoke to this weekend confirmed that is true. Quote, The FBI had sources in that crowd, confidential sources, snitches. That's 100% certain. But it's not just political protesters the government is spying on. Yesterday, we heard from a whistleblower within the U.S. government who reached out to warn us that the NSA, the National Security Agency, is monitoring our electronic communications and is planning to leak them in an attempt to take the show off the air. Now, that's a shocking claim, and ordinarily we'd be skeptical of it. It's illegal for the NSA to spy on American citizens. It's a crime. It's not a third world country. Things like that should not happen in America. But unfortunately, they do happen, and in this case, they did happen. The whistleblower, who is in a position to know, repeated back to us information about a story that we are working on that could have only come directly from my texts and emails. There's no other possible source for that information, period. The NSA captured that information without our knowledge and did it for political reasons. The Biden administration is spying on us. We have confirmed that. This morning we filed a FOIA request, a Freedom of Information Act request, asking for all information that the NSA and other agencies have gathered about this show. We did it mostly as a formality. We've also contacted the press office at both NSA and the FBI. We don't expect to hear much back. Yeah, That's the way that usually goes. Only Congress can force transparency on the intelligence agencies, and they should do that immediately. Mm-hmm. Spying on opposition journalists is and journalists is incompatible with democracy. If they are doing it to us, and again, they are definitely doing it to us, they are almost certainly doing it to others. This is scary, and we need to stop it right away. Vance, what do you think about that? I mean, that's that's a pretty huge allegation just in context. But then when you say that he was able to confirm it because the person who was basically leaking this whistleblower information to him was regurgitating both texts and emails that could have only come from the desk and laptop of Tucker Carlson. And that's the easy shit they can do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's disgraceful, honestly, what uh, what some of these quote unquote intelligence agencies, uh, in my opinion, have become. Um, I mean, we, we've seen it throughout this. I, I think, I, you know, again, it goes back to talking about fake news. We've seen what these Operation Mockingbird plants have done yeah. to subvert our 
society and culture. I mean, they're literally paid to lie to you professionally. I mean, yeah. if you think they're telling, you know, they're telling you the news because they love you, uh, mm. you, got, uh, you got another thing coming. Um, it's, uh, I think it's more than obvious now that, you know, and, you know, people like Sean Hannity say things like, oh, yeah, the, you know, 99% of the FBI is good or you know, a lot of these people are good. Uh, I, I don't see that. And um, I don't think, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think a lot of them too maybe are following orders and maybe they are kind of, um, you know, following the narrative of what's kind of put in front of them too. They're maybe they, they know they're, they're hedging their bets in a way. Yeah. That's an, that's an excellent point. I mean, they do say one in 25 people you work with online isn't who you think. And even a less number than that, <laughs> maybe someone who's working for a federal agency. Yeah, well, the FBI thing, there's there's definitely going to be the, your boots on the ground, the guys that are out doing work, trying to make a difference and do good things, and then there's going to be the people that are up top. And, you know, when you look at the people that are in charge are all tied into all the other agencies because it's just like a big boys club. And it all goes down to Trump is bad for business. He's bad for the military-industrial complex. He's yep. bad for... Amen. Profiteering off war and, you know, just doing whatever needs to be done just to fill their pockets and keep the people. I mean, we just looked at the largest transfer of wealth that's ever happened mm -hmm. with this pandemic. Trillions and, and trillions, trillions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's a joke that people just can't see that the wool is being pulled over our eyes yeah. again and again and again. Like, they got to be running out of wool. Totally. And, you know, I think, you know, to your point of, of what they are, they can actually, you know, listen to us. I mean, their capabilities are far beyond any of that. You know, I, I kind of have a technology background and right. they have uh, essentially the, the chips in our computers and phones have backdoors into them, yeah. Yeah. you know, without any, any other software or anything else needed without any kind of other connection that they can enable. And, well, that's, that's why you can't. That people talk about on the surface. Yeah, that's God why you can't pull the battery out of your cell phones anymore. Because well, they were like, "Hey, you know, this is kind of inconvenient that people are kind of, you know, making it so we can't listen in. So just make it so the batteries can't come out." I saw a tweet this morning that was like, "If the intelligence agencies in the United States are willing to spy on Donald Trump and Tucker Carlson, imagine what they are doing to you." Yeah, because you got no. You don't have any resources or recourse. You're just like Joe Schmo. But then the first person that replied said, damn, imagine working all hard and shit to get into the FBI, and all I get is 10 likes on my memes. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. So, yeah, I had to screen grab that one because it was, uh, it was a pretty good comeback to, uh, I mean, we get a couple more memes. Yeah. Likes yeah. than that, but, you know, it's That's just it, though. Yeah. I mean, they're they're just that, that's all they kind of have going for them at this point and and i was i almost feel sorry for them if i didn't um hate them so much for destroying our country you yeah know? um they we're, we're all on list let's just put it that way I sure are so yeah. and just imagine how many feds you interact with online on a daily basis and not even know it Oh, that's the thing. And I, I, I tell people, like, I just assume every single person I interact with is like a shill or a fed or something like that. And when you have that kind of mentality, it's, uh, you know, easier to navigate and, and be skeptical about things. But, uh, you know, you have to assume at this point. So when it comes to people like, you know, you were talking about both feds and shills, you know, we'll continue to point them out and call them out in a manner that we feel is appropriate so red pill mommy 
don't be the next Maria vibrator or Nina because the Kangs are already looking at you. Um, we'd like to thank our guest, Vance, known as Sheep No More, for joining us today on the Steak for Breakfast podcast. Hey, Vance, before we get out of here, why don't you tell everyone in our audience anywhere that they could find you on social media? Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me again. Um, you can find me if you search for Sheep No More on Instagram. You're going to get a, a harmful content warning, which I'm kind of proud of. Honestly. Nice. I like it. <laughs> we don't even have right. that yet. And uh, so if, you, if you're willing to look at some dangerous content, you can kind of click through that and you'll see uh, you. a Trump with red laser eyes profile i've had that image from the beginning i love it um, but if you want to search for it it's it's sheep no more and all of the vowels are are numbers you kind of translate that to what they call the elite speak and um it's a good way to get around the algorithm honestly. yeah we just did that with our uh, replacement uh, or we thought it was going to be a replacement which will be our third account once we get our main account and yeah our backup account which is our current main account we'll go back to be on our backup account yeah, if you haven't been banned, I mean, are you really even trying? You know, right? What I mean? True story. Even if it was an accidental ban. Spotify, we're talking to you. Speaking of which, the Steak, Steak for Breakfast podcast can be found on all major podcasting platforms. They're available on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, Podbean, and Google Podcasts. Subscribe to the show, rate it and review. Not like last week at the end where Nick had a meltdown, but the good kind. Five stars, nice comments. Um, our website is steakforbreakfast.com. We're on Instagram at Steak for Podcast Breakfast currently. And Noah, you want to tell everybody our new one? Uh, steak for Breakfast and the E's are threes. I like it. Hit the notification bell because, you know, we don't have too much OC. We, we I do throw some memes together every now and then, but at the end of the day, we do post a lot of quality content on there. We're also on Twitter at DOS23TRES and on Gab at Steak for Breakfast Podcast. Download the shows, listen, like, follow, and share. Um, we'd also like to thank our sponsor, Odyssey. They're at odyssey.com and available on Facebook and Instagram. Man rubs. Don't mistreat your meat. Mm. Fourth the July is coming up. If you're not barbecuing, what are you doing? Right? Not being American. I like how every holiday in America is like, hey, bar- barbecue. <laughs> if, if you're not barbecuing on 4th of like July. America. America. If you don't barbecue on 4th of July, you probably think Joe Biden got 80 million votes. We had- and don't wear your fucking mask while you're barbecuing. You're going to die. Or while driving in the car. Uh, they're available on manrubs.com and also on Instagram and Facebook. Stay Ready Gear. Uh, Stay Ready Gear holsters. They're available at stayreadygear.com. They're also on Instagram. Mike, down at West Coast Survival Arms. He's available at 619-870-6992 and at westcoastsurvivalarms.com. Mediocre Medic, mediocremedic.com. They're available on Instagram and dumpbox.us. Home of the Zero Fucks Chuck. Zero fucks duck. Our friend Mark Joe Friday. Mm. Dumpbox.us, Facebook, Instagram, look it up. Tactical gear needs met. Um, we got some big shows upcoming here in the month of July. What do we got? Well, next week we got a friends episode. We're gonna have WhatsApp 717 and Anna Eva Patriot on. And they're gonna kind of lead into some major happenings. The following week we're gonna have Wonder Woman. Nice. The week after that, in their first podcast appearance ever. The Daily Breb. Nice. Yeah, I kind of nailed that one down today, so congratulations to me. Break in your podcast chair. And the week after that, we're going to have the one and only Ross DeBoss. Nice. So July looks like we're going to have some pretty big shows with some pretty big guests, starting with friends and ending with future friends. Big shows. Shows that are going to be big in July. Um, Show creds (laughs) this week. 
Sheep No More Vance, obviously, thanks for coming down and contributing to our podcast. Um, also, the real Nor Bin Laden, Tom Pappert, editor-in-chief of the National File, Christina Bob from One American News, James of We The People Radio, The Daily Breb, WhatsApp 717, Garbaggio of Dot News, mm-hmm. Revenge, mm-hmm. and Private Stock. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Reverse Mockingbird. Yep. Wonder Woman and Law of One. Nick, you feeling good? I'm super hungry. Noah? I am also hungry. I'm not. Vance, you good? I'm ready for some BW3s, honestly. He's speaking your language right there. What? Yeah. What is, is it? Tuesday? Sure is. Yeah, that's oh, the day we do the show. Man. And there's only one thing we we forgot before we get into <laughs> buy one get one at Buffalo right. Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings is our friends of the week. Axia 6.0, formerly of 5.0. Kalila 3.1, formerly of Kalila 3. Uh, Steak for Breakfast podcast. <laughs> right. Formerly of Steak for Breakfast podcast. Um, Carm vibes. Real Brenda memes. Jasmine, one of the hosts of Russian Disinformation. First plug. Miss Lala Beams. Marissa Hansen, the Blue Collar Patriot. Natalie Denise, President-elect Sully 2.0. Buffalo Wild Wings. Alice the Unpopular Blonde. And not Buffalo Wild Wings, but maybe dessert. Baby Cakes 2.0. <laughs> hey, we got Nick the Giggle. On that note, friends, there are several things. And I've added one this week because we've got the breb. Um, that you need to do in regards to making it to next week, okay? Hold the line, ride it, buy the dip, get the fug in here. Mm. Let's see what happens, and most importantly, where we go one, we go all. We will be back next week with Anna Eva Patriot and WhatsApp 717. But until then, thanks for listening. I'm Roan, and as always, joined by Nick and Noah. Bye, guys. Bye. And our guest this week, Vance, this has been the Steak and Breakfast Podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. I'm going to go to Buffalo Wild Wings right now. We know. Sorry to say that I predicted in March of last year has come to fruition. Every motherfucking thing I said <laughs> has come to fucking fruition. Fruition. I told you there was going to be a second wave. I told you there was going to be a fucking third wave. I told you there was going to be a fucking fourth wave. And what do we have? (laughs) Just as I called when oil went negative. Just as I called the first peak in Bitcoin in December 2017 at 17,000. I don't know who he is, but I want to have a beer with him. Right? Can we get him on the show? I was going to say. Hey, can we get him on the show? I got to find out who he is.